In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Ezra chapter 7, verses 27 and 28, where I'll ask the question, why should we bless the Lord? Ezra chapter 7, verses 27 and 28 says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of our fathers, who put such a thing as this into the heart of the king, to beautify the house of the Lord that is in Jerusalem, and who extended to me his steadfast love before the king and his counselors, and before all the king's mighty officers. I took courage, for the hand of the Lord my God was on me, and I gathered leading men from Israel to go up with me. Ezra writes this after having received the letter from Darius, the great king, saying that they are to continue the work on the temple of the Lord. And this is a great blessing to Ezra because all of a sudden, his enemies, those people who are trying to stop him from doing his work, they are all shut down flat. Not only that, but they're going to be the ones who have to hand over the money from the treasury so that Ezra can continue building the temple. It's such a wonderful thing that he's experiencing, this great blessing from God, that the king himself would use the wealth of a foreign nation to rebuild God's temple. Well, here are three thoughts from Ezra chapter 7, verses 27 and 28, that explain to us why we should bless the Lord. Thought number one, he is generous. The Lord is generous. The Lord is so very generous. He gives to his people even though they don't deserve it. The Lord has given to Ezra and the people of Israel here the means to rebuild the temple so that way the worship of the Lord could resume. He's giving them back their identity. He's giving them back their sense of purpose, their sense of self, their sense of nationality, all in this one miraculous, amazing act. It's the generosity of the Lord that prompts us to see just how good he really is. It's when we see the blessing of the Lord that he has poured out on us that we are prompted to bless him and share with him our great thanks and rejoicing in his great generosity. Thought number two, he loves us. You see, the Lord loves his people. And because the Lord loves his people, he does things like give them the things that they need in order to survive and not just survive, but to thrive. The Lord loves his people. So he wants them to have back their sense of identity. He wants to have this covenant relationship restored with the people of Israel. He wants them to go from this place of exile back into the land of promise, to rebuild the temple, to reestablish right worship. Because all of these things bring about his glory and demonstrate his great love for his people. Well, we, in today's age, are no different. We've experienced the great love of God. We've experienced his great blessing, his great generosity. Because we've experienced this, we bless the Lord right back. We've experienced his love most fully in the work of Christ Jesus on the cross. And because we've experienced this great love of his, we bless the Lord. We thank him. We rejoice in him because we know that he cares for us, even when we were faithless. Thought number three, he strengthens us. This is a grand task that Ezra has set before him. It's not an easy thing to do. It's a major project. There are a lot of obstacles. He has plenty of opposition, and yet he feels like he can do it. He is confident that he can go and he can spur the people of Israel into this period of revival, that he can lead them because he has such a heart for the law of the Lord. See, as Ezra goes back 
to Jerusalem, as he goes back to his people, as he goes to make sure that they're continuing to build the temple, he's going back there with a mission, a difficult one, where he is going to have to have some real conflict with the folks who are there. He's going to have some real issues with folks who are doing some intermarrying. He's going to have some real issues with some syncretism that's taking place. But Ezra recognizes that the Lord is strengthening him for the task. The Lord is giving him all the necessary skills, all the necessary energy, all the necessary intelligence that he'll need to do this great work that the Lord has set before him. So he blesses the Lord. He blesses the Lord because he recognizes that the Lord will empower him to do that which he has commanded. And there's something in there for us too. As the Lord commands us to be obedient to his word, as the Lord commands us to stand up under persecution, as the Lord commands us to love our neighbor, we know that the Lord also can strengthen us to do all of those things. And because of that, we bless the Lord. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Ezra chapter 6 through 10. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.